What's up, everyone? This is BJ from the Chew Crew, and I wanted to take a second to thank all of our loyal listeners. We would love it if you could take just a minute to review our podcast on iTunes. It'll really help us out. Also, don't forget we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Chew on This Pod, and you can also sponsor our little podcast for as little as a dollar per month on patreon.com forward slash Chew on This Podcast. And as usual, you can email us at chewonthispodcast at gmail.com. And now we are very proud to announce that we are on Spotify. So just search for Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast, and boom, there we are. So thanks again to all of you out there. And until next time, folks, chew on that. Because we did work the um, last Airbender together, so. Whoa. Okay, so. 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 You guys didn't like do your research. No, I did. <laughs> so here's the thing: is like I'm a huge Last Airbender fan, oh, okay. like ridiculous. And what made me even a bigger fan is my kids got my one, both kids got into it. Oh, okay. Should, we and should probably record this. It is recording. Oh, okay. It, so and um, okay. I said to him jokingly on the way up, I'm like, I kind of want to ask him a lot of Last Airbender questions. Uh, okay. and, I, and I'm like, this is going to be weird that I'm asking, you know, Nickelodeon questions sitting right. in Pixar's building. So like, right. <laughs> like about his actual project. Right, right, right. right exactly. Right, right. <laughs> um, I mean, I'd be happy to t- do some, but not all, obviously. Because Avatar was definitely a fun uh, experience. And it's amazing being on it. And seeing the love that it continually gets. Oh, my it's God. It's amazing. Yeah, I can't wait for the Netflix uh, show to see because the main creators are back yeah, for it. Mike and Brian are back, so I'm looking forward to that as well. All right, well, oh, I'm wow. just going to I'm gonna bypass all that stuff because we already talked about last Avenger, so. <laughs> okay. So uh, we're here today. All right, Chrissy's here. There's Yay! Production value. Production value. <laughs> Chrissy, this is BJ Vic. Hi. Hi, very nice to meet you. Hi. <laughs> No, no, no worries. No worries. All right. We're just grad incredible series and capable hands. We're just we're very com- excited. We're completely that fine that you're late as long as you tell us what secret project you're working on. <laughs> yeah. It's a secret project. It's coming out in summer twenty one. Yes. Oh well, okay, That's we got kind something of all there. I can say. That's yeah. There you go. Does it rhyme with shmemanables? Sh- <laughs> uh, <no>. <laughs> All right, so we have two guests here today. Um, I think we've gushed about Float on our on our previous oh episodes, my gosh. Yeah. and we always joke, like always, that we fail upwards. Um, and I think this might be the biggest failing upwards ever for us um, <laughs> because we I I saw Float and then I loved it, oh, thank you. but then. I read about what was it about, like where the genesis of it came from, and I was like, oh, my God, this is even better. So I told him to watch it last year, and now we are flash forward, what, six months later, eight well, months later, and like that. we are sitting with Bobby Rubio, the writer, director, 
uh, new voice actor, apparently. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, First time voice actor. Yes. Right. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and uh, Chrissy Kababa, who's also the uh, producer of Float. That's um, so welcome to the show, and thank you so much for having us, Chris. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's our pleasure, guys. Thank you so much. It's really exciting. Well, he was talking about um, how when we saw uh, we saw the the short, and then we read some interviews and all that stuff. And I'm actually a teacher by trade. Okay. And I have a student um, uh, that I counsel every now and then who is on the spectrum. And when I told her I was coming here, she, first of all, flipped out. And uh-huh. then I said, you have to watch this movie before, you know, I go down. So she saw the, the short. And this morning, you know, she was telling me, like, how much that meant to her. And her father, I work with her father. And so they were both blubbering, blubbering idiots last uh-huh. time when they watched it. She, she is uh, 13, okay. incredibly cool. talented artist, like, oh, unbelievable. Wow. And uh, her, name? Uh, her name is uh, Gracie. Hi, Gracie. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Gracie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's going to bring me some brownie points. But anyway, uh, but so we were talking on the way down here how much that this short film has like transcended above beyond, I mean, I'm sure what you were trying to achieve. And so we, anyway, I really appreciate that. And uh, it was really cool to see her, uh, you know, and enjoy that. Um, can you can you kind of um, can you tell us a little bit about uh, your background? Uh, just a little bit about your background. Like, what was your okay. first memory of how and why you wanted to be an artist? Okay, um, I am from San Diego, California, and so I'm Filipino American. I grew up in a, a place called Paradise Hills, uh, which is uh, very uh, densely populated by Filipinos, uh, but it's it's also a very diverse uh, community, which is. African Americans, Caucasians, Mexicans mm. as well. Um, but my love for uh, drawing, possibly because I was in San Diego, uh, you know, the San Diego Comic Cons there. So, <laughs> yes. So it's the biggest thing in San Diego. And, it's the um, Super Bowl. Yeah, right? <laughs> and so um, I, I drew ever since I was a little kid. And, and um, by the time I was 16, I put my portfolio together and went to the San Diego Comic Con to try to get a gig. Holy um, cow. Yeah. And the cool thing, too, is that I eventually got an internship, uh, if we're going the comic book route. I, I also went to CalArts. I probably should mention that after uh, I went to Morse High School. And after Morse High School, I went to uh, the California Into the Arts, which is Walt Disney's animations. Oh, wow. Um, uh, Walt Disney started that, that school. Yeah. Um, and when I graduated, I had two options. I had two internships. One was with Jim Lee at Homage Studios. Wow. Wait, the Jim Lee? Yeah, the Jim Lee. (laughs) (laughs) And the other one was uh, a Walt Disney internship in Florida. So, um, because I don't know if you guys remember, Jim Lee, he was at Image Comics back in the day. And uh, he was looking for um, artists. The first wave was J. Scott Campbell and... uh, Brett, Brett, um, Brett. Favre? No, 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 no. <laughs> you guys, come on, you guys are on the, the Green Bay quarterback? Yeah. <laughs> I think he went it's on the, the only really good Brett, things. It's the only Brett I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but then the second wave included myself, and so it was great because uh, Wills Portacio was there, mm. another famous Filipino artist, and... Um, 
And so um, when I, while I was there, I learned as much as I could from Jim and Wills, and then I went over to the Walt Disney uh, internship in Florida, and I believe they were working on Lilo and Stitch at the time. I want to say, or oh, that's maybe that's a really going underrated. That's a uh, really yeah, underrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It might have been Lilo, or it, it could have been also Mulan. It, you know, it, it's so long ago. I'm like, <laughs> but uh, you're just name dropping at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, this is the nerd podcast. So that's right. right. That's right. To, yeah. Let me try to drop as many uh, um, comic book stuff and animation stuff as I can. Um, and so, um, and the funny thing is, after that internship, um, this was actually in '94, and, and so I went back to Jim because I was thinking of going back to doing comic books, and and Jim was like, uh, "If I were you, I would pursue animation because this was '94, the bankruptcy of Marvel, oh, right, everything right. kind of tanked, right." And so he was like, "Yeah." Maybe you should think about animation. Right. And so um, my choice was made from there. I just went, okay. So you basically owe some of this to Jim Lee kind of steering you towards animation. I do. I do. So thank you, Jim. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think Jim listens to it. No. (laughs) He won't return your your calls. (laughs) um, So, Chrissy, we also uh, internet stalked you a little bit uh, as well. Uh And. so besides producing Loop and Float, we saw that you've been on, on numerous projects in numerous uh, capacities, you know, in Shorts and uh, Monsters University, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Brave, Brave, which is Coco. one of our favorites. Coco, yeah. Coco's one oh, of our favorites. Yeah. We love Coco so much. Yeah. Um, so you've worked on these films in a lot of different positions. But what, what's it like um, working at Pixar in different capacities like that? And what ultimately let you, what ultimately led you to be a producer? Yeah. Well, I, I've always been... Um, I've always been the person that plans things, right? So if someone's having a birthday party or someone, like, needs this project done or, yeah, hey, we want to make T-shirts for our group. Like, that was always me who did the organizing. So <laughs> if you're that person, production is for you. For you. Yeah. So, so then that makes me the producer of this show. Kind uh, of. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. See, just divided This entire your thing was a long, long yeah. way of getting in an interview. There you yeah. go. <laughs> we did it. Yeah. Let's go home. So one thing I love about working at Pixar, and you mentioned all those different films, is that it's such a different experience um, working on the different films. Every crew has a different vibe and every director has a different vibe and every team has a different vibe so one of the great things about working here is that every couple years you get to skip to a whole new job even though you're kind of doing the same job it feels like a new experience and so that's really one of the things I love about this place Um, and being in production management another thing that I love is that um, I get to skip around to different ap- departments. So for um, Brave, for example, I was in the effects department. Right. And so I got to learn a lot about like how you simulate water and fire <laughs> and what, how do you make rain look realistic. And you were on Ratatouille, too, for a short as well, right? Uh, yeah, I worked on the Your Friend the Rat yep. oh, yeah. short yep. for Ratatouille. And, I, and there I learned about stop motion. I learned about 2D animation. I learned about all, kind, you know, all kinds of different styles of animation. So it's that's really been great. You know, it feels like every time you're on a new project, you get to learn something, and you're kind of stretching and growing. And that definitely did lead me to working with Bobby on the Spark Shorts. So 
I was done with COCO and I had expressed interest on working one, on one of these short projects and luckily the timing worked out and they needed a producer for Bobby and asked That's if so I would be cool. interested and I said, absolutely. Heck yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've never worked before. before. No, we never We've never have, worked together before this. Weird. Yeah. Are you are you you're part of the Pixnoy, right? I am. Mm-hmm. I am yeah. part of the Pixnoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is uh, yeah, I am too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We met uh what was his name? Edwin? Ed something? Ed- Edwin Chang? Uh yeah. no, we met somebody else from in the Oh in Edwin there. Fabian. Oh Fabian. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah, maybe Fabian. Yeah. Yeah, he says he was going to get us a pen or something. Oh, <laughs> a Pixnoy pen or something? He never yeah. delivered. <laughs> never delivered. Well, he he said uh, he actually he said, time, you know what I'm yeah. saying? He, said, he actually said <laughs> <laughs> He said for you. <laughs> this is the first time I think like Asians outnumber the people on the podcast. I think so. <laughs> Which for me is great. Yeah. Yeah. Let's enjoy it while it lasts. Right. <laughs> Chris we had I, like, uh, Ming Chen was actually the first Asian person we had on our show. Oh, okay, from uh, Comic Book and then Man, you and... are two and three. Uh-huh. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, yeah. And then if you count Arnell, it's four. All right. Yay. You know, four, and then just two. Yeah. So, welcome to Asia. I'm Middle yeah. Eastern baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Bobby, what yes. uh, what were some of your influences as a kid when you were you know artistically what were some of your influences um like i said before i comic books was huge what uh, was your favorite comic book uh the new teen titans okay with george oh, yeah. perez yeah. uh is my favorite comic book artist um of course i loved um john byrne and and the x-men mm. um i'm also i was on and on the animation and i was way into uh japanese anime which is so I love I love the Robotech. I love the yeah. Macross. Uh, I love Thundercats. I love GI Joe. Oh, <laughs> um, Transformers. Those are all our jams, man. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, when you grow up in that that the eighties and, and you see those cartoons, uh, I was I leaned way more towards that that stuff than I did Disney. Mm. So which is which is kind of funny um, <laughs> because like. Um, yeah, Little Mermaid eventually came out, and I liked it, but I didn't think it was the best thing I ever saw. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> like I would much rather watch Robotech than, <laughs> than that. But you know, I've learned to appreciate it now. Right, right. Yeah. Um. So, what was your what was your first big break then? Like, what what was uh-huh. the the thing that you're like, okay, now I'm kind of in. This is what I want to do, and. Uh. Comic book wise, my first break yeah. was it, when I, I believe, right out of CalArts, I did uh, a comic book for Dark Horse Comics, and that was it's called Scraps. It was one of, it was a, a short story for Dark Horse Presents, mm. and so that was I thought it was a big deal because like uh, oh it's <laughs> like that's it was the first huge. time I ever got printed, and and then. Um, Animation wise, it would probably be my internship at or or my hire at Disney. So, so Wait, Bobby, you haven't even talked about Nickelodeon yet. I know, right? Yeah. Oh, we did. We, oh, yeah. we talked a little bit. Right. I'm trying to hold back my avatar love. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. after the I was show. Say, like, that's yeah. usually what he trots out. Like you know, he, right my, away. He, yeah. this the whole way, way down. You know, he's just like, I wonder if I can talk about yes. this. <laughs> <laughs> My four-year-old just bought all the uh, Avatar toys from like Walgreens, the exclusives. Oh, yeah. Or I got a oh, they're really, oh, they're yeah. sweet. There's two they're different so versions. Sweet. Like the, for some reason, the Walgreens exclusive has.
has like angry face Ang, oh, and cool. then the ones you can buy from like Entertainment Earth have like smiley face Ang, oh. they do which that. is the weird. Chase figure, that's what so, they call those. But she has all those figures, and she makes me play Avatar with them all the time. She makes you. Yeah, well, <laughs> he's proud. Pop right now, we're like, right now we're f- no, right now it's uh it's Ang, Katara, and Zuko are the only three that are out, and they're right. and they're usually fighting the sixth arm Spider Man, uh, Poison yeah, yeah, Ivy. Yeah, yeah. They're fighting Poison Ivy, and I have to get her more bad guys. There you go. I like how you combined like what was it Star Wars and Frozen or something like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, my when I was growing up, my sister, the Frozen dress with the my sister was always playing nice. like She-Ra and stuff. Oh, okay. And then she was still playing with She-Ra when I got into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh. So the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles would be fighting alongside She-Ra. <laughs> oh, that's that's, cool. such, that's what a great. I, I want to see that. Yeah, that was really fun. That is a good team up. But you're there. welcome to come over and play Avatar. <laughs> Anytime sure. you want, she'll sure. be blown away when she says, "You know, that's the you know he worked on Avatar." And right. like, she'll probably call me a liar. <laughs> <laughs> and what's your daughter's name? Um, I don't usually say it on. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, I, I, almost, I almost yeah. did it. Oh, okay. I almost did it. Um, like, number one and number yeah. two. Yeah, the four-year-old is what I call her. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Chrissy, I think I already know the question to this because you can't tell us, but. Um, <laughs> How do I word this without having you have to divulge something? Um, being a producer on a bigger feature, is that something that you want or already might have? Uh-huh. No, I can, I can answer that question. Okay. I'm actually, my day job is actually a couple steps below producer okay. on a feature. So for me, the Spark Shorts opportunity to work with Bobby and then you know also to do the other one was um, a real opportunity for me to lead a project yeah. because my regular job is not you know I'm I'm one of the I'm one of the crew just like anyone else. Uh-huh. So yeah, it, it was a great it was a great really fun super challenging um, hard and really rewarding. So on Incredibles three, you're going to be the producer. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Chrissy is amazing and and yeah she'll be producing. Man, I'm telling you that. Thank you, Bobby. That's so nice. So when you become like the big producer, like a Kathleen Kennedy, remember that we were all here, okay. and, yes. and I'm going to need your cell phone number well, so that I could Edwin get you your pin at least. Yes. Oh. So then Edwin. I could just flash that at like a premiere and be like, "Look, look, look, look represent." Yeah. Well, I, I might have a question for so uh, for Chrissy. Um, was there any, well, I mean, actually for Bobby too, but okay, was there any, well, was there like footage or any story ideas for, for, uh, float that didn't make it to the final cut? Yeah, there were. Um, when I think, uh, I came on to the project a little bit after Bobby had already started storyboarding. So he had this great idea. It was a really solid idea that, you know, st- stuck throughout production, but his early boards, there were some really challenging things in there and really ambitious. Mm-hmm. You did a George Lucas thing. <laughs> and a Steve Jobs thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're and, like, this you know, doesn't exist, just make it. Yeah. <laughs> and then with the, the budget we have for Spark Shorts, you know, part of the, the deal with Spark Shorts is that Pixar is allowing more filmmakers to create their stories and so we have a, a smaller bucket of, of weeks than we do for mm. a big theatrical short like Bow or like Piper. So mm-hmm. some of Bobby's early could, boards were like, we looked at them, we're like, I don't know, Bobby. I don't know if we can do that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little bit too much. What she's talking about, there was a part in the, the, the short where uh, the, the original concept was the dad, uh, the dad actually going through a depression. Right. Mm-hmm. Through the short, I kind of so. got that through the imagery, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But I thought maybe um, 
it'd be cool if the dad was sinking into the ground. And then it was raining. Yeah, yeah. So, like, in the third act, the dad was actually, once he, like, got frustrated with his kid, he started sinking and sinking even more to the ground. And he was sinking even more. Interesting. And it was raining. And so... It was super dramatic. It was way dramatic. (laughs) (laughs) And the thing is, when I pitched it around, people were asking, so does the father have powers, too? Is the father special? And I was like, no, that's not what I'm trying to say here. Um, I'm trying to um, make the power a metaphor for being different. And and, uh, because the the story is basically about my son being on the autism spectrum. And I didn't want people to think that I was also on the (laughs) spectrum or I was also different. Right. right. I wanted it to be the story is about an ordinary father in this extraordinary situation. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's why that's why we had to cut it. I mean, that's why we cut it. I mean, that helped me go like, okay, we don't need the sinking in the ground and we don't need the rain. So, But it was there and yeah. We, Is that the only thing? No, there was, there was a couple other things. Any? I mean, we, you know, through the process of making the short, uh, Bobby and I worked really closely with uh, our editorial team, especially Greg Amundsen, who was our editor, mm-hmm. just to really make sure we were crafting the story. Like, is that... Is that bit funny? Why isn't it funny? What do we need to make it funny? And then, mm-hmm. you know, is this part too long? Is this part too short? Do we really need this part? And we did have to make a couple of decisions based on our time and the and the resources we had. So right. there was another bit that Bobby really wanted to have in that we could have done, right. but we ended up cutting it so that we could, you know, make the quality of the overall short as good as we could. Right. But but you also changed the the race as well, though. Did, I did. did yeah. you? I did. Uh, at first, it was they weren't was, Filipino. They were white. Yeah, right. there's the white. cover right there. Okay. Um, and I was you kept staring over there. I'm yeah, like, yeah. That looks different. So you could also see it. It's also on the. Um, the Spark Shorts Extras. Yeah. I don't know if you okay. guys saw it. So I, yeah. The image is there, so if the people are listening to this. And, it, and uh, the characters, I originally saw them as white um, because I, I guess my unconscious bias was thinking that mm. oh, people just want to see white characters. And um, it wasn't until I talked to a worker, co-worker here, and she convinced me um, by saying, this is your story. Why not? Yeah. Or it took that she said, she said, this is your story, and how's your son going to feel when he looks up and he sees it's not a Filipino yeah, that's guy? Because if it was me, it was just like, uh, I don't You're care. You're like, whatever. I yeah. don't care. But like, it was like, how's, how's your son Alex going to feel? And I was like, uh, okay, that hit me. Because yeah, I wanted yeah. my son not to think that his father was embarrassed or ashamed in any way. Mm-hmm. I wanted him to know that I love him. I think he's of worth. I think he's a superhero. I think he can be a superhero. And I think a Filipino boy could be a f- superhero. So I was like, okay, from this point on, they're going to be Filipino-American. That's awesome. There was no pushback at all, though, right? No, like, no, no, no. which was awesome. Right. That's were, so great. I, I think the opposite. You know, People were really excited, actually, right. to do that because Pixar had never featured Filipino-American characters right. you know, as the main... The main characters. I mean, I thought it was awesome when I saw Bao in the theaters. Yeah. For, yeah. You know, oh, Chinese yeah. We were people. Like, I couldn't, and I think Wind as well, right? Mm-hmm. Wind, Wind has... Uh, yeah. Is there ever established? Korean. 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 Yeah. I mean, the director, is, Edwin, is yeah. Korean, and the, yeah, it's based on his personal Russell story. Russell might well. yeah. be Korean. Russell up? is Korean, yeah. Okay. Russell Neff is Korean. Yeah, I, I just couldn't believe it. You know, when I 
again, when, you know, when I saw Bao in the theaters, I, I was like, holy crap, this is, this is amazing. Like, I can't believe. And then, like, looking at the foods, like, you could tell yes. that somebody actually knew what they were doing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, mm-hmm. you know, a white guy telling a, trying yeah. to fake it. Because yeah. all the food is like, oh my God, I had just had that like two weeks ago, you know? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. So it was, it was awesome, like, with yeah. that. And that's, I think the food thing also is universal, too. Right. I mean, yes. like, because you always hear, uh, like I have a bunch of Italian friends, and if you've ever watched uh, what's that show? Everybody loves Raymond. The mom's uh-huh. always trying to feed Raymond. They're oh, Italian, right. <laughs> but that's a Chinese thing too, or an yeah. Asian thing too. It's, like the food is like a universal. <laughs> yeah, see, it's like a universal yeah. message, and that's yeah. that's what float is like too for me. Yeah. Because when I when I saw the when I saw the short, I was like, wow, this is gorgeous. And then again, I read up what it was. I'm like, this is even better. And then on consequent, like on, on viewings afterwards, uh-huh. yes. I kept thinking, this is no longer about an, uh, his autistic child. This, is, this could be anybody, anybody. who feels yeah. different. Yeah. Yes. Anyone mm-hmm. can, yes. can relate to this story. Yeah, and you right. were saying, like, you couldn't relate to the father, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it still hit you. And that's, like, why, mm-hmm. the, why the short, like, I, we loved it, it so much. so many different levels. Right. Yeah, that, thank you. Because, you, you know, for me, I don't have an autistic child. I don't know what that's like. And I'm watching it, and, mm-hmm. and so I'm, I'm soaking it in in a different way. And then, you know, I have a student that's, you know, and, and so now it's, I mean, hit me in, in many different levels. And, and to see how they react to it, yeah. I, it blew me away even more. And then I showed my wife last night, and she's like, oh, are you going to go down and talk to this guy tomorrow? And I'm like, yeah. yeah. Like watch this thing, and she had tears in her eyes. I mean, it was, uh, it it works on so many darn levels. It's another crazy. Another version I've heard that from Asians was that it's a, a story about assimilation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, like, like I was just gonna say, like for me, a, how or, I related or to that. Or even uh, you know, um, immigrants. Like, okay, how do you, how do I act amongst normal regular society? Right. Do I stop being myself? Exactly. Do I yeah. like kind of just conform to everybody else, mm-hmm. or do I, you know? I Wear don't my culture a, with pride. Yeah, yeah, and just be myself. Yeah, that's uh, that's why I, I I love this short so much because, uh, you know, on the viewings again, it, like I said, it was like anybody that's different. Mm-hmm. And yeah. for me, it was you know where I grew up. Well, now I'm in Sacramento. It's pretty it's pretty diverse in mm-hmm. Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Um, but where I grew up, I think I knew maybe four Asian kids in school and mm-hmm. one of them was my sister. <laughs> so, the other was Bruce Lee. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and so, you know, I, I was always, I always felt different than my mm-hmm. friends never treated them that way. But I, I just yeah. know, like yeah. sometimes when I walk into a bar yeah. and there's like all white people and they yeah. just turn around and look at me, I like, I know. And like, that's where I was able to, you know, think about this movie where it hit me. I was like, Oh, you know, the different thing. Yes. So I, type of ordeal and it's like a, it's almost like a um, a really good X-Men story mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. yeah You're, yeah that's we, high praise yeah it is high praise <laughs> I mean because uh, yeah I mean being a Jim Lee fan of course I love X-Men and 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 like of course we were thinking about that about the superpowers and and like you know uh, he's born with it so yeah, and this is, you know, one of the things we actually talked about when we were making the short, the short was mm-hmm. the superpower of it all because in a lot of, you know, in a lot of media and a lot of comics, flying is actually a good thing, but in our world, flying is not a good thing. Yeah. So we kept telling our teams, like, this is not The Incredibles, this is not Superman, this is X-Men world. This is more closer like, to X-Men. He's, like, he's <laughs> like a mutant, That's right? It's weird and That's bad really cool. and not, you know, not a good thing. That yes. actually makes a lot of sense. Because, yeah. like, when I, when I watched it, I was... Yeah, the floating the floating thing was was interesting. Um, 
to me, but I, it wasn't until the very end where I was like, okay, I, I get it. It's not, it's, it's a metaphor for, for, it's a yeah, metaphor. Uh, it is. yeah. Yes. I mean, obviously. Yes. And, uh, but I thought that was a really cool choice. I mean, I don't know. I'm like, what other choice would there have been yeah, other right. than just let him be autistic and which would have right. been fine too. Sure. But this just but kind to turn of turn your it, child into a superhero. Yeah, yeah. just was freaking cool. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, and, and we spent a lot of time with the animators and everyone, just like, what you know, what does this floating look like? Like, what yes. is he speedy like Peter Pan? You know, does right. he? You know, how what does that motion look like? And we yeah. kept asking ourselves, well, if you actually walked out of your house one morning and you saw a kid floating, you would actually freak out. Like that, you, would, oh that yeah, cool calling the cops. Right? Right. Like you, would, <laughs> you would stare, you would point, and so we yeah. tried to keep putting ourselves in that world where, yes, imagine what this would really be like if you saw a floating kid. And you, yeah. you know, and so we we tried to ground it in that kind that, of reality. That and it's, I don't think it would be that awesome when you. I mean, that's what I was trying to show with like. Like the kids drawing up on the walls. Mm-hmm. I mean, the kid is living up there. So you got to deal with. That was it, awesome, too. Yeah, like yeah. the show Everyday Life. Yeah, I, yeah. I was yeah. like, that's exactly how so it would be. Like, yeah, yeah. It could be a little mischievous. Yeah, yeah. And he could fly. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. oh, man, what would he do? Yeah, yeah. So, like, I was like, there was like, we were thinking of jokes. It didn't make it in, but like, what would, it, what would a restroom look What would the bathroom look like? <laughs> Just, oh my like, god! It would be like that, that scene in Daddy Daycare. Yeah, yeah. imagine there's a kid just whizzing everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, yes, having a floating kid isn't like the greatest thing in the world, um, and so um, or it has its challenges. Definitely, it would be cool. There's some things that are cool, but I mean, it definitely would have its challenges. I don't even know how you would baby-proof a house that could fly. No, <laughs> no, man. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't even know. Come you'd down here; it's time for your bed. Windows. You'd have to sit <laughs> bars up on your windows. Yeah, yeah. everything. Well, would I like the rocks in the backpack. You know, keep yeah. it. <laughs> you'd have to what put I was also on thinking them. of is what, like, what I thought was too was like, I mean, what versus Incredibles, where you have a, a guy who has superpowers and Jack Jack. This one is like about an ordinary guy. In an extraordinary situation, I was also thinking of Jor-El. I mean, not Jor-El, but um, uh, what? Jonathan Kent. Jonathan, Jonathan Kent. Kent. Yeah. What Jonathan Kent would have to deal with, right? Like, yeah. oh, my God, you have to raise this kid? Yeah. yeah. You know, that's tough. Yeah, those a, are the things you don't think about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. I never thought I, of that. Like, that's a the, good point. One of the very only good scenes in, like, Superman 3 was when Christopher Reeve or Clark went back to his house. Yeah. And he saw his old crib. Yeah. And the the one side of it was completely kicked, kicked out, kicked out. Oh, yeah. because he had like a bad dream as a baby, and he just <laughs> kicked out the crib. Yeah, yeah, see that stuff like that yeah. would happen. Yeah. But that Definitely. was like probably the only good scene in that movie. Uh, yes. <laughs> I agree. The first two were the best. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we got to get moving because we. Yeah, of we um, but let's uh, let's plug your stuff. You have comic books that can you can you do that? Can you plug your comic uh, books? I think so. I do have my comic book uh, Alcatraz High and Four Gun Conclusion. Um, and also um, working on Neighborhood Legend, the f- uh, first Filipino superhero, at least my first Filipino superhero. That I'm nice. And um, um, other than that, I can't say what I'm working on at Pixar. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I thought I was going to get him on that one. Yeah. Talk about your comic books and then kind of ease into that one. Uh, Chrissy, anything else? Anything you want to plug? Or? Nope. I think... Uh that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I was trying it. to get you too. I was trying yeah. to get you too. <laughs> Sorry. All right, so we're going to move on to the big finish. And this is the first time we've actually done the big finish for two people at the, at same, the same time. time yeah. oh. So it's the same questions that get – there's three questions, and everybody gets – every interview gets asked the same questions. Okay. 
so you're first. Oh, okay. It's it's not. What's your favorite curse word? So don't worry. It's not. Oh, okay. It's not inside <laughs> the Actors Guild. Yeah. Um, so your all-time favorite uh, character can be from any genre whatsoever. Oh, well, you're gonna make me. Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> He's I would have thought you would have popped up like yeah. books. He's oh, going yeah. All, he's he's going going like I already know who it is. Yeah. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. Oh. So you go first then. It's she... Nightwing. My favorite superhero of all time is Nightwing. And oh. Because of the new Teen Titans, George Perez. Nice. And also he's in a Screamer. All right. Uh, so, so if you were... Uh, if you were, oh, those are follow-up questions. Oh, that's right. Those follow-up questions. Sorry, sorry. So, and this gives her more time to think, too. Oh, okay. So if... If Nightwing, you say Nightwing? Yes. Yeah, I said Nightwing. I'm sorry. If Nightwing was your spouse, what, <laughs> what would you complain the most about him? That he's too gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> You're making me look bad. Now I gotta work out. Standing next thought, to him is not a good idea. I thought he not, was man. Gonna, that dude's good looking. I thought he was gonna say like, "You keep going out night yeah, after night." I was not <laughs> thinking about that. Man, we don't spend any time. That's the together. first time that's ever happened too. <laughs> yeah. Right. Everybody said it was based on looks. Uh, all right, Chrissy, all right. you've had time. had time. What do you got? Well, I got to go with Mulan. Okay. Uh-huh. I think, you know, I just had such – when I first saw that movie, I was so excited to see an Asian female character on the screen who was so awesome. Yeah. And, you know, she didn't have to give up anything of what she was to be who she was and to do what she wanted. And I, so I, I love Mulan. I, I, I cannot wait for that movie. Yeah. That's probably my that was my most anticipated movie for the year. Sure. Yeah. I cannot wait. Yeah, the trailer wait. looks amazing. Because yeah. if there's a movie to be done or remade or something like that, it's that one. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't wait to see that. Yeah. Um, okay. So what kind of birthday gift would you give uh, Mulan? Ooh. I think I'd have to ask her what kind of sword she'd want. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, that a good one. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, let's, question number two is what are you watching, whoever wants to go first, what are you watching right now on TV that you have to watch or DVR it or, you know. Watch it live. Watch it live. That's a must watch for you every week. It used to be the Chargers. Oh no! Oh, no. Uh, uh, Don't even talk. He likes the Jets. Likes the Jets. Uh, okay. <laughs> but they're still in New York. They're I'm not a 49er, called. So they're not I'm called really like. Yeah. Right now. They're not called like the Connecticut yeah. Jets. No. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I mean, so, I still call, might as well. Be, I still call them the San Diego Chargers. So. Yeah. Yeah. I was diehard man when they were in San Diego, and I mean, so it used to be. So I'm trying to think. I I can't think of what I absolutely have to watch now. Um. So What's your favorite TV show then? Oh, favorite TV show. You know, I don't watch a lot of TV these days. I thought you were going to say Avatar. Yeah. That way no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Busy. You, you don't true. say your favorite show is the show that you work Why not? I would. Well, I mean, if I worked could, on I Avatar, I'd be like, that's my favorite show. You're like, I could die now. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, like a movie. Is there any particular movie that. Well, no, that's the next question. Yeah. Right. I'm jumping ahead. Float. Float. I'm jumping awesome. ahead. Float. Awesome. The <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Float's my favorite. Okay, well, the father, the father in Float. Mm-hmm. Um, what what kind of transportation would he choose? Uh, would he prefer Kit, Airwolf, or Streethawk? Uh, Kit. It's a funny thing because I was watching Night Rider the other day with my kid, and <laughs> and, um, and my son was like, "What's so special about this car?" <laughs> 
<laughs> really? Yeah. I was well, like, because these days that doesn't. It, who yeah, cares? Everything talks. But yeah. back in the eighties, that yeah. was a big I was deal, like, dude. It talks. And he's like, no, but it, the cars talk now, Dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah that's like, right. You yeah. can have a conversation. I got an app on my Can phone. it go into super pursuit mode? <laughs> exactly right. I was like, and it's got this cool red thing in the front. Yeah. Are you not seeing how cool this is? <laughs> this thing looks so awesome in the dark. He's like, I could drive this with my phone, Dad. It yeah, doesn't he's matter. Like, he's like, I'll just get a Tesla. <laughs> I was like, I couldn't believe you. You couldn't What's see how cool so it is. Special? Yeah, that's yeah. that's funny. I never thought about yeah, that. Genius. That's yeah. so great. I love it. Yeah. That's just the times, man. Yeah, yeah. Remember, yeah. product of the '80s, yeah. and now it's different. Chrissy, what uh, what's your favorite TV show or what you're watching right now that you have to watch? I don't watch a lot of TV either. Um, I get home really late, and I don't mm. watch. I was so far behind. I have mm. a huge list of things that I need to watch, but mm. I'm very on, behind. First on that list would be. Um, Well, I'm just going to go back to an oldie but a goodie and say I still want Firefly to come back. Oh, Oh, that's great. Okay. That's That's one of my favorites. Okay. If if, if Mal was on Friends, (laughs) who would he be dating? Oh. Ooh. I think – I'm going to say Gunther. (laughs) (laughs) Gunther. Okay. Is Mal? Is, is Mal? Gay? He's the, is the, he? the, the, the no. barista. No, he's not a, the barista. <laughs> he's the barista that always yeah. was oh, in love okay. with Rachel. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Well, maybe you're talking maybe friends. A, that's why I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Maybe the, like, um, what's her name? She was. She played um, Ross's uh, ex-wife's new wife because she was also in Firefly. Oh, what was her um, name? Oh, she was. It, was yeah. it? Wait, what is Gina she? Torres? Is not that? Gina Torres. No, 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 no. It was no. the other one. It's a. Uh, I forget her oh name. Oh my but, gosh! But I'm, there's I'm, like, yeah, there I'm was drawing a, a blank there. now too. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's very true. Yeah. No, I love Firefly, <laughs> and the movie was great too. Mm-hmm. And they still uh, there's brown coats everywhere. Every time I go to San Diego Comic Con, they're yeah. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. When are you going to bring <laughs> this back? Top. Yeah. Uh, they're rebooting it. I there's just know, there's yeah. been rumors for like there's rumors right now I think it's Buffy that they're they might be renewing yeah. Um, top three movies of all time. Uh, that's easy. Empire Ooh. Strikes Back. Boom. Um, Superman, the first one. And um, Robocop. <laughs> really? Oh, my God. Oh, that's a first. Wow. I, I never am 41 years old, and I still can't watch that scene where he gets destroyed. Yeah. Oh, when, he, where, when his hand gets shut off with the like shotgun? Like, the whole that, scene? I, yeah. So, really quickly, because I know we're short on time. In college, we bought like the anniversary one DVD, and all of us, like, you know, we're 20 something years old all watching it. Yeah. And I watched the beginning, and I tell my friends, like, I have to take a shower now. I don't feel, I feel gross. But the real reason was I didn't want to watch it. Yeah, Yeah, I didn't want to, because that scene traumatized the hell out of me. Like, I, because I remember seeing how cool Robocop was. And then I finally see the movie. I finally see the movie. Like, my dad rents the VHS that shows my age, too. Yeah, yeah. And that scene comes up, and I'm like, oh my God, I I wasn't prepared for this scene. It was like nightmarish. You know what it was for me? It was my parents took me to see Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, and yeah. when that guy's face melted, yeah. I was like, ah, you know, like <laughs> that my, is like, nothing compared no, to now you watch it. It's yeah. laughable now, yeah. you yeah, know. Yeah. But when his face melted, that scared the crud out. Yeah. Of me. I, yeah. I did not like that. All right, Chrissy, your f- top three all movies right. of all time: um, Star Wars, A New Hope. Uh, yes, I know that's my favorite. Good. I, when you say Star Wars, there's only one it's, Star it's Wars. It's right. Star Wars. It's my f- um, first movie I ever saw. Terminator Two. Nice, love it. And. Uh, Shakespeare in Love, even though it's tainted. 
how is it? How is it? To, that was the year that Saving Private Ryan came out, and Saving Private Ryan lost to Shakespeare in Love. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Why is well, it? Well, it's because it's, it's a Weinstein thing. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Oh. But that would mean I don't like Goodwill Hunting. I know. There's a and lot. I love yeah. that movie. Yeah, I love that too. I still like ficuses, you know, yeah. the plants. Those are good. <laughs> I, I, so I don't know. It's fine. Uh, All right. So, so we have a gift for uh, both of you. For both so, of you, actually. I don't know if you noticed, but. I'm not really good at artwork, and that was one of the jokes too for our show. Like, we need a logo, so I decided to do. You're good at production, obviously. Yes. Does that count as a recommendation? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this is our. I drew stick figures, and I have a lightsaber in. You know, I got the slanted eyes for me. And then he's got uh, a chainsaw from uh, Evil Dead. Evil Dead. So um, we thought it'd be funny to always give. Uh, a gift of stick figures to, uh-huh. to all of our guests. Sweet. The problem runs into when you actually, when I go interview actual artists, oh, because okay. it's so <laughs> ridiculous that I'm handing stick figures. So anyway, so I'm just going to hand these out, and because it's a podcast, you're going to have to describe it. So this one's for you, Bobby. Okay. Oh we're, my god! Oh, sweet, That's amazing! Look at that. <laughs> yeah, you actually did the four gun conclusion character, right? We, he has the four gun. We, we rarely get to hand these out. We always have to do it via email. Uh, okay. So this is cool. So it's get a to... drawing of me dressed up in the four gun conclusion outfit, my character, and then there's a line leading up to a stick figure. I, that's, that's floating. That's floating. Oh, nice. Yeah. Thank you very much. That's awesome. <laughs> so, Chrissy, this is yours. And I'm hoping this ended up being right because you were really hard to stalk online. Yeah. <laughs> so, it is true. So, I, yeah. I looked at your IMDb page and I saw that Ratatouille was like your first real Pixar. Yeah. Thing, uh-huh. so you're so dressed as Lugini, and then yeah. on oh, that, while stalking it. you, I saw you in bell bottoms. Which are you wearing right now? No, I don't know. Maybe. Bell <laughs> yeah. So I gave you bell bottoms. Okay, I love it. And then that's uh, and the red sneakers. That's Luigi's red, red sneakers. Yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, this is going to be in my office, by the way. Nice. It's going to be hanging. Oh, you got to you got to send us a selfie. Send us a selfie. I will just take them right now when we're done. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. We usually have to ask for selfies because we're not. Oh, because we're not there. I know. We're oh, never okay. in person, in so person. this is great. All right. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, is there anything else that we want no, to No, just good luck with that secret project, which is... The Schmettables. Robocop 5. 5? <laughs> hey, a Pixar Robocop? I'm so I'm in, sold. dude. Because I don't have to worry about a warehouse scene anymore. <laughs> I know they're not going to shoot somebody up in that Robocop movie. No, yeah. it won't happen. Yeah. I'll cry for different reasons. <laughs> All right. Well, that was episode 237 of Chew on This at Nerds United Podcast. I'm BJ. Until next time, folks. Chew on that. Later. Later. <laughs>